Warning, the following podcast contains explicit language and subjects, is recorded by adults, and is intended for adults. The opinions of those on this podcast are their own opinions and are not reflective of our family, friends, and or employers. If you're easily offended by explicit language and discussions, then stop listening now. Alrighty, welcome back to the second part of our recording. Um, we took a small break to have some snackages that Dave had prepared for us. And we're going to jump right back into the conversation about video games. And we hope you enjoy the rest of the episode. And as always, thank you for taking the time to listen to our show. All right, and we're back. So we're going to continue on. We took a little bit of break, had some little snackages that uh, Dave made for us, which were really good. Thank you very much, sir. You're welcome. And thank as you. we were uh, ending our previous little session there, uh, Justin was talking about a, a question that he wants to bring up, and we're going to go ahead and, and continue on with this brief uh, subject, and then we'll move on to something different. So my final question for everybody is, is there any... What does gaming have any true benefits? And and this can be a little philosophical. This could be whatever. But do you get out of gaming what you give? So that's my question. I mean, in general, yeah. But it depends on the game. There's different aspects you can get from different games. Like some that are very story rich, like. You know, it's like movies, like uh-huh. it's our way of telling the myths anymore, you know, like because we don't really like we, we do personal stories, but it's not like, you know, movies is our thing now. And uh, video games are a medium for that story, storytelling, you know, but yeah, you also have the cognitive stuff like puzzle solving and uh, dexterity and, you know, uh complex you know solving complex issues and problems and you I know, would, it's it's beneficial in many ways i think i would easily give gaming if i had to give it one general fantastic thing is the ability for gamers to recognize threats and issues long before they become an issue like if you're driving you have i think gamers have more of an ability to see the movement on the peripherals and and things happening that may affect you know your your ability to drive or something like that i think your reaction times as well it's as funny that ability. you actually brought that up because when steven was learning how to drive i actually had him playing certain driving video games elements you know to stop lights and stop signs and yields and and this and that, so he can kind of get the hang of it and i would say absolutely that video games are actually beneficial for for numerous reasons one like that you got your hand-eye coordination aspect of it. I actually think it's good for your um, mental health as well, you know. Yeah, well, even depending on the game, it can go back even further. Like the Romans used to have the arena. Blow off all that violence and and whatever, and, you know, you're just spectating. Now you have it in your home. Like, like you know, you got your shooters and your God of War and that kind of stuff. It takes you out of your realities for a little bit, you know. In, in like Grand Theft Auto, for example, and Justin can attest to it, and I didn't believe Dave and, and JD can as well, I'm a serial killer like there's no tomorrow in fucking Grand Theft Auto. If it can die, it dies. Do I have any ambitions to do that in real life? Fuck no. Yeah. Fuck no. But in a video game, I can do that shit. It takes me out of my reality. I get to go into a, a fictional world 
and do that shit. I have zero wants to do that in real life. And then, you know, with the, going back to the sports stuff, you know, I blew out my knees back in high school. I'm, I'm, I'm a size of like 14 people, depending on, on your size. And so being able to play the sports game still allows me to do that stuff because I can't do it anymore. Mm-hmm. Especially after having the fucking COVID thing I, and, you know, having the, the breathing issues that I have nowadays. I can't do that stuff anymore. So I can yeah. still go onto a video game and live out those fantasies in real life. So <laughs> escapism. Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. In a nutshell, it's the escapism. It's the ability to leave your current reality for another reality or, you yeah. know what I mean, for, for just, an experience. Just like watching a movie or, or reading yeah. a book. I mean, that's right. what reading a book is. You're, Agreed. You're, yeah. you're, you're, you're escaping from the world and relaxing or blowing off steam or, okay. or and it's just, you know. And it's like anything, you know, any kind of artistry, whether it be music or painting or, or whatever the case yeah. may be. You know, if you're a painter, you're drawing that shit, you're creating that world on a fucking canvas you know mm-hmm. it's a, it's the same same situation and so for people to and this is my opinion and my opinion to blame video games on all your problems you're full of shit because hmm. it's not 100 percent agreed on that one I, I there's no way that any one video game or even genre i would believe of video games would influence humanity maybe a singular human mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But humanity in a way that would be detrimental and permanent. And again, that's you got to blame that on the parent. Because the parent, you know, the parent buys this game and is not explaining to them what the consequences are in this fucking video game. That all falls on the parent. If you're buying that damn rated game, Grand Theft Auto or Call of Duty, and you're out there just blowing people up, this, that, blah, blah, blah. You need to explain to your child this is fiction and you know if you're not explaining go play the fucking video game leave me alone that falls on you as a parent i think that's i i think now again my opinion no 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 and i i i see your point of view absolutely i i I understand that one 100 percent i i think that it's the parents jobs to regulate what games they are playing and Mm -hmm. what is appropriate for their age which is true too. You know what I mean? I don't believe, <clears throat> for example, I don't think you should be playing certain open world car racing games, GTA, um, in any way, shape, or form, probably under the age of, I'll say maybe 12 or 13 at the absolute lowest, where where your sense of reality is maybe a little more grounded and you know what's realistic, what's not. I, I think that the younger you are, you become desensitized to it. And I think right now, in general, it seems like there's a whole desensitization or desensitized, you know, universe right now. I guess yeah. say people in general. Um, but I, I think that it's probably not a good idea to introduce that to children under a certain age. And like yeah. you're, and still give the explanation so they have all the information and they understand it when it's time. Now, if we could get something between Hot Wheels. And GTA, that's open world, fun, goofy, blah, blah, blah. Burnout. Cruising USA. Burning. Burnout. Burnout Burnout was a blast. You know what I mean? It'd be fun to do like a Lego twisted open world Hot Wheels or something. Like I miss, ah, I really am missing Open world Paperboy. (laughs) Oh, damn. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that would be a brutal game. How about VR Paperboy? With an exercise bike so the kid stays in shape. Ah, oh, that's true. That, and that's then, actually <laughs> funny as shit. And they also generate power. Right? So, um. <laughs> they, they have to pedal for the game to that's work. Right. Well, and see, and JD's got, you know, you've got, you've got your, your son who's in that age group. What, what's your take on this? 
Well, yeah, I know. I, I totally agree with all of the, all of what you guys said on, in regards to that. Um, you know, you've got to you got to know the content um, and know what's appropriate. And also, you know, each kid is different. You mm -hmm. know, um, how how certain kids um, cope with things, how they uh, and every like you parent said, knows recognize, their child. yeah, yeah, you know, recognize what's real, what's not, all of that. Um, so yeah, no, I totally agree with all of that. Um, me personally, you know, I mean, I played games, like you said, we're old school. You know, I still own my Atari Twenty Six Hundred. I've okay. never gotten gotten rid of any of my <laughs> my my gaming consoles that Shut I own. So <laughs> pretty much every console you, we've we've talked about here, I I only still need have, one minute. I still have in my collection at home. Yeah. Um, so you know, it's been part of my life since elementary school. You know. And, um, you know, being 47 now, that's a long time. When I think about that question, though, and I think about what my life would have been like if I didn't have gaming, I'm not so sure that it was a good thing, uh, honestly. I think my life probably would have taken a different path. I didn't. I'll admit it. I'm addicted to gaming. You know, you talk about the, the escapism, you know, going... To another world or whatever mm -hmm. you know i recognize that that if i i go a week two weeks without gaming i tend to tend to get uh, more riled up i can feel <clears throat> anger <throat> yeah you know I, I can you know smaller things set me off yeah um so it is you know definitely a release and help me with that but you know like i said you know becoming addicted to it you know i'll admit it i did i have been i am um and uh do I want to? Do I want to fix that at this point? Probably not. You know, I'm not going to go find help for hobby. it. You know, <laughs> you know. Here you're you know, talking. You've been doing it since elementary school. You know, but you never. I'm, I'm assuming because I've, I've known mm. you for a few years now. You never had that that assumption to go portray that shit in real life, though. No, no, you know? no yeah, no. Um, but like I said, I, I if I if I think back and and the choices that I've made in my life. If gaming wasn't influenced, those choices that I made, where I would I be? You know, I, I work in a retail environment. It's not kind of the, you know, not a lot of people choose to, you know, have their career path be in retail. Or, you know, the only mm -hmm. other thing that I'm really worked at was telemarketing. Neither one of those are type of jobs that... I'm, I'm taking retail over telemarketing in a heartbeat. Yeah, you know, yeah. but neither one of those those it, it, careers are something you know many people are going to choose yeah. for their life. You know, and and when I think back to you know when I was in junior high and high school, you know, when really gaming was really starting to pick up. You know, um, you know that's when the Super Nintendo or the Nintendo came out. The Super Nintendo, you know, yeah, I had the Atari Twenty Six Hundred in elementary mm -hmm. school, but you didn't really come addicted to you know coming home and playing. Four bit Pac Man, you know, yeah, they're terrible. You know, like they were fun games, but they weren't like you know you you, you needed to sit down for hours and hours and, and play them like the games started to become with the Nintendo. Um, you know, longer and, and, adventures. Yeah, and... I, you know, I I was a good student and I did not graduate as a good student. <laughs> ultimately, <laughs> you know, um, I had you know I had career aspirations that just. At some point in my life, I just it was like, no, I think I'd just rather do, you know, sit at home and play video games or sit with my friends and, you know, all night long playing video games mm -hmm. than be going to college, 
you know, in pursuing those things. And now that, you know, I'm to the age that I'm at, I'm like... Too late to start over. Yeah, you know, it's like, you know, I'm just kind of, you know, well, I guess I'll go into management because I don't think I'm really qualified to do anything else. And uh, I just wonder where my life would have gone, you know, had I had I not become addicted to the video games and, and spent as much time as I did and made the choices that I made. I really appreciate that. That, 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 that is actually a it, really... I almost have to agree show. with him, you know, about 90% of that, 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 what he said, you know, I, I got addicted to it, but at the same time, I don't, I don't necessarily need to, you know, I have, I bought my, my PlayStation 5 back in, uh, was it the end of December? You, you were there with me. It was, it was right after Christmas or was it right before? I think it was right after Christmas, somewhere in that time. So right? I've played it once since I've had it hooked up. Mm. It's just, it's one of those things and there's days that I just don't feel that I want to play the video games but I do but I don't if that makes sense so weirdly enough uh, if I can kind of throw in here because I, I I am literally on both sides of this equation which is really weird had you your like, walk of the tight the tightrope <laughs> no no, no. It, it's it's true um I had you asked me this question 15 years ago I would have defended it vehemently not only was it my livelihood but I actually truly believe that there was benefits out of it. And yeah, there are. There are definitely some benefits. But I believe the return on investment, the time you invest in video games, is not worth it. Because you spent, just here's, here's a good example. Imagine if you spent one half of your time, not even one half, one quarter of your time that you have played video games mastering any other skill. Where would you be? You got a point? Well, I, this is some, but it took me until JD's talking 47, baby 47 as well. I'm 47 I, as well, you know. I have, I have spent a lot of my time playing video games, and I've noticed over the last couple of years, and even beforehand, that I'm getting to get much more satisfaction out of completing projects in my house and for other people. Even minor things. I know putting because... a KOA in his backyard. It's amazing. <laughs> well, the other day I was literally caulking my windows. And I spent three hours doing it. Four hours doing it. And I enjoyed it. I got down and I'm like, better than playing video games. You know what I mean? Like, I feel manly you know now. I mean? Oh, yeah. But I cannot justify the time frame, the time, the time investment anymore. Well, and here's the other thing, the aspect of this, and this really will reflect on JD more than the rest of us. Look at the amount of money that you have spent over the years collectively on video games. Oh. What could you have done with that money besides buying video games? And you know, back then it wasn't nearly as bad as it is now. You know, when you spend you know sixty dollars for a game or a hundred dollars for a collector's edition of a game, and you keep buying, you know three, four, five, six, seven of those a year, there's 700 bucks. What else could you have done with that 700 bucks? $300, whatever the case may be, depending on, on as you call it, your addiction to video games, you know? It's true. It's very true. You know, when I spent, you know, the $800 on the bundle that I got for my PlayStation, did I have the money at that time frame? Yes, I did, because of a family friend of ours that passed away. Would I have uh, spent it otherwise? Probably not, because 800 bucks... Especially right now with everything that's going mm-hmm. on, that's a fuck ton of money, you know. And I got, you know, I got the system, I got a second controller, the charger, stuff like that. And I've played Spider-Man for a half hour with it, 
downloaded the NHL 22 because I want to see what the NHL 22 looks like on the PS5. One versus the other. I haven't played it yet. <laughs> like I said, I've, I've, I've played it once since I've had it, which has almost been a month. The other part of it is, is I got a fucking puppy that uh, has taken all my time and I don't want her in my room. I let her in my room this morning and fucking pissed on my rug. She almost died. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> the only reason why she didn't is because how fucking expensive that little bitch is. But she's as cute as fuck. But no, it's just, it's, I, I completely agree with both of your guys' takes of it. It just, it's, it's good and bad at the same time. Yeah. I mean, I, pick, pick your poison. Yeah, I mean, you're talking about the time, like most games you can't see it, but I remember, you know, kind of tail end of, of playing EverQuest. And, uh, you know, with EverQuest, there was just a little code you could type in, and it would tell you how much time you've spent mm-hmm. on a character. And, like, I, you know, I had a wizard. Was, I mean, it didn't even make max level even at the time. And um, I had, like, a year total. Invested, of real life. Of, of real yeah. life time. Just on that one character, you know, that I spent, you know, I mean, that's, that's a ton. I mean, that's 24 hours, seven days a week for one full year mm-hmm. of my life. That, I spent that just explains playing the that gray. one character. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> playing, that, playing that one character, you know, and I had multiple characters, mm-hmm. you know. Well, I, and then I see another aspect of this I shit is, is you read a lot of reviews nowadays. A lot of people are preferring to play the multiplayer, okay, which is fine. You know, we do it with GTA and Diablo and stuff like that. But then you got the certain people who just want to play the fucking campaign of it, and you're done with it in a half hour, 45 minutes. It's like, what happened to the games that could take days and weeks and months to complete at that $50, $60, $70, $90, depending on what version you buy? And it's like, well, I'm not. No. No, 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 no. There's a problem with that. My son is that way. He will go on and buy a game or get the free ones off of Steam or Epic or whatever the case may be, whenever they're. And he has that thing beat in hours. And it's like, we can't do that anymore. And, but he, he does it. He's, he's one of those kind of gamers who can do that shit. And it's like, at, at that point, it's not even fun to justify that kind of money on that kind of game. It's just a tutorial at that point. <laughs> right. <laughs> they call it a single-player campaign, but it's just the tutorial for the multiplayer. No. At least he's completing them. That's my biggest critical failure. No. No. I own many many games if i owned if they were physical presents i would need a rack for all of the many many games that i own not in physical form only but in digital yeah yeah and Steam i can and whatnot. easily say that i'll bet you of all the games that i've owned owned or i guess own own or owned i guess mm-hmm. will probably own will be less than five percent hmm. of all the money that i've spent whatever very few games have I actually beaten. Yeah, I'm in the same ballpark. Yeah, but same. I never played games to, to beat it. You know, I mean, a perfect example of mine is playing Final Fantasy VII. And I don't know how much time I put into it. I put a ton of time into it. You know, leveling mm-hmm. up the character, playing on that one island with the dinosaurs, and let, you know, getting the levels and everything. And uh, I get to the end game, you know, and you're going, traveling down the volcano to the final boss fight in it. And I got bored and quit (laughs) right there. I was (laughs) right there, you know, 10 minutes away from the end of the game and got bored and never, never never came back and and finished that game. I I did the same thing with Metroid Prime on the GameCube. I got right to the end to beat Metal Ridley or whatever his name was. And then there's like a little mushroom thing after, and I got bored. 
And there was probably like same thing, like ten minutes left in the game, and but never, games, never went back and yeah, finished uh, it. Other games, um, so Coden was was you know, I mean, while everybody was was freaking out over Final Fantasy, Sukoden was was the game that I enjoyed, and I you know the first Sukoden I probably beat three times, um, you know, just wanting to complete that. All um, hundred and twenty eight characters, yeah, or yeah, whatever it was, you know, and, and there was characters. like certain certain. You know, yeah, it was, it was a, that game was it took me three, us. three times to beat it, but I never got bored of it, you know, in those three times. It wasn't like, oh, I've got to do this. It was like, I played it till, you know, I'll play a game till I'm bored of it. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter what point I'm in, in the game. I'm not going to force myself. that wall. Yeah. I'm not going to force myself to keep going into it, to beat it. So, you know, being a completionist is, you know, um. You know, not something that I'm big into, you know, but also in, in that same aspect, I talked about, we talked about Diablo and I beat, you know, one of the big things that I did was I beat one of, I fully completed a season in that, which um, is a time sink. Yeah. It was a I, huge, huge time sink, you know, and, um, you know, I can say that, but. You know, that's not going to be on my gravestone yeah, exactly. when I die. That's complete <laughs> one season of Diablo. Because I know that there's the people LED out there. LED lights that glow yeah. and blink for. Yeah, I, I know. I know there's people out there that they complete every single season. Yeah. You know, that they're they're just just crazy in it. You know, and you know, I mean, I know I've mentioned that to you guys when we were playing. You know, and you guys were both like, "Oh, well, what did that you know kind of entail?" And I was like, "Well, you got to get this many stones to." To a certain level, and that was just no. the time yeah. grind. You know? alone. Yeah, and then when we were playing that that season twenty four with you a little bit, we we started getting some of our characters up to that beef. I, I, don't get me wrong; I didn't complete twenty four. Beefy level. We'll we got, got bare beefier. bones beefy level. You know, and and you know, I always I always use the same damn character type in that damn game. And as that season progressed, after I got all the the same armor and stuff like that, and, and got all the right weapons and. St- it wasn't fun. It it, it yeah. didn't seem because you know when you're getting the bees in the damage when you're killing shit and and, and yeah you want to help level up your friends and stuff like that you know because Deb and, and Justin were still a little bit not as beefy as your <coughs> ours, ours character and like same thing with feats you know and but it, going through there it was just like this it's just is a fucking cakewalk now and it's just not fun but doing the twenty five right now it's kicking our ass and it's that challenge is you know it pisses you off at the same time but you're ha- at least i'm having fun with it even though it's pissing me the fuck off because my character's not as as beefy as it was once is but again it just it it takes something out of it that, yeah. that's just again my my own personal view of it that, there, there is that perfect difficulty you know what i mean there is that like uh so talking about all the games and the huge amount of time sinks i'm getting i find myself being drawn more to more you know, smaller games I, or, or or something. Like the it, indies. and Yeah, like yeah. Broforce. I'm sorry. Broforce is going to be one of my all-time games that we'll talk probably all time or talk about all the time because it's fun. I can hop in. I can hop out. I can be in there. <laughs> or it kicks you out. One minutes. of the two. <laughs> yeah. But I Castle can be in there Crashers. playing five minutes. Castle Crashers yeah. is another good example. Five minutes or five hours. And I don't get completely bored while playing it. I find myself getting bored more often in Castle Crashers than I do in Broforce. But Broforce has got that random chaotic element that you have no idea what's going to happen next. Well, I'm blaming you for one of my new probably top five video games of all time, and that's fucking overcooked. Oh, my God. That, that shit right there is a pain in the ass. You cannot do it by yourself. I mean, you can, 
but it's brutally difficult. Maybe your first four levels. You know, and then you get then you get your your spouse playing with you, and they get hooked on the goddamn thing, and they're having a blast with it. And then all of a sudden, you turn, get into a party of four, and it's hours and hours of bickering, doing this and doing that. But it's not, you know, we want to kill you, but at the same time, we do want to kill you. <laughs> but you're laughing your ass off with it at the same time. And I mean, it is so much fucking fun. And then we we're on. We were on a couple weeks ago, and, and they had the season pass on sale for, was it 10 bucks or something mm-hmm, like that? For all of it. And so we, we jumped on and bought it, and, and it went a week or so before I bought it for Angie. And so a couple weeks ago, Angie and I decided to do the uh, camping aspect of it. Oh, my fucking God. The very first map on this thing, you've got, there's a divider that keeps you separated. The person on the right-hand side basically is having to do everything while the person over here is just you know chopping wood and handing out the food over here you got to keep the campfire lit while you're fucking chopping marshmallows and chocolate and putting them together and putting them on the, doing the dish i mean mm-hmm. we only played for a half hour and i was ready to throw my goddamn controller through my tv because it's pissing me off so bad but it was so much fun and i sent justin a text message like this thing fucking sucks and, and some maps on that need two people some need three some need four you know what I mean? But it just depends. And then, so sometimes you'll get a map that really only needs three people. So that poor fourth person is trying to find something to do. So they start getting in the way of other people. And then it turns into get out of my area. Yeah. And then words start to fly. And then suddenly it just turns, it devolves to chaos. Yeah. So we've decided to nickname it Divorce Kitchen. Because eventually, See, one- when, when you guys said that, when I was listening to the previous podcast, I tried looking for divorce. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, this sounds like they're having a lot of fun. I couldn't find it. And that's why I asked last week. I'm like, what is that? Yeah, it is an absolute blast. And, and, and it, you know, it, it's, it's one of those things. And going back to his video games, but if it, this one requires you to do teamwork. <laughs> <laughs> it really does. But not only teamwork, but also not getting in each other's way yeah. it, all at the same time. Because, you know, you have... It's one of those games, look it up, check it out. It's really sp- surprisingly good. Um, yeah, it's probably one of my top five games now of of all the games I've ever played. And, and, I, and I blame you for this one, you fucker. You're welcome. <laughs> all right, one last question. So are we done with the... I didn't answer yet. Okay, yeah. yeah. So okay. are video games worth the time? Well, when you said for benefits, or for what are the what are what is the are, are the exact wording they put on there was, does gaming have any true benefits? So I was in the Navy. I made a lot of friends, but they don't live in this state. Mm-hmm. So I'm able to keep in contact with them because of Xbox Live or PSN. Mm-hmm. Or I know, my God, uh, you guys may have remembered my friend Jason for a little bit. Played Chromounds with us vaguely. Yeah. yeah, he and I we played World of Warcraft together all the time. So it's like I haven't seen him in 22 years, but you're still we're still like with each other's lives, okay. you know. And it's with this pandemic that happened in the beginning when everyone was at home, mm. that's how you talk to your friends. You know, yes, you can go into Facebook chat, but you're just gonna sit on your couch with your phone. But hey, let's play <laughs> Call of Duty or let's do this, let's <clears throat> do that. And then the escapism is another thing for me. Like out of everyone I know, I'm the only single person that I know. You know so, another one right there. Well, I just met him. Too. Like I said, you now know another one right there. <laughs> so, and you when, wonder, and you bing. wonder why that is. <laughs> <laughs> so when, so, so when all my friends are like, "Oh, we're going out to do this. We're going to go out to do that." I'm Here like, are, "I gotta, I gotta." Just... I'm gonna sit at home and play video games. Oh my god! Okay. You know? <laughs> 
Oh my god, I did not just see that. I had I, had oh, I was to. wondering how long it would take. Oh my no, no, I saw that, but I didn't need to see that. <laughs> Alright, so once again <laughs> once again <laughs> This is now turning into a a newcomer thing. So anybody who if you listen to our podcast and you don't know Lee the first time you meet him, you're going to see him wearing his man boobs, okay? And these are the same man boobs that he wore um, during one of our, our recordings that I can't find, where my son, like, are those fucking tits, you know, type of a deal. So today we're co- we come up here to, to Dave's house, and he's never met Dave or JD. And I didn't even notice this when I picked him up, which is that's – Yeah, because you drove me up here. I, I, I drove because, you know, there's no point for both of us to come from Salt Lake up, up right. here. And plus his car, I couldn't fit in, you know, with all of my shit. <laughs> his, his car is like a small, not as small as an Urkelmobile, but it's small. It, okay? could, it could fit in the bed of your pickup. Yeah, probably. Okay. <laughs> so there's no way I'm fitting in his car. So I didn't even notice it. Yeah, he's got his his, his, his great Star Wars coat on. Yeah, and I'm not even not, And then he comes in, he's like, I got, I got, he takes off the coat outside there. He's like, oh God. He's like, I'm meeting two new guys. They got, they got to see this shit. <laughs> And so for you to actually have to go fucking squeeze his titty right now. (laughs) Let me, in defense, just in defense. Can I say I was kind of prepared because we all talked about it in another podcast I listened to. They are substantial. And and it's just one of those that they're probably a solid 38, (laughs) probably 38D, 38E. They're solid. So I'm just finally like sitting here like, you know, I want to squish it because... Weirdly, as you sit there and he moves, they kind of wiggle and they jiggle. And I'm just like, oh my gosh. See, now you know what I was talking about in that episode that we recorded. Because he's sitting directly across me just like I am now. Well, we didn't have the shield. We didn't have the fucking shield. So I'm not seeing them bounce this time around. So I'm just like, I just got to feel them. Hold on for a second. I'm like, those aren't bad. Those aren't bad at all. Like, that could be fun. Now that the cats have the bag on this, can I ask this? Do you ever, like, just go to stores just to fuck with people wearing that? Um... Gas stations, yes. <laughs> like, uh, like Walmart's, no. <laughs> no, that'll well, just that's, end that's up. That's probably on, a normal thing at Walmart. Yeah, that, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah he that, fit in, and we don't want that. No one would notice there. No, uh, I, I typically get my beer just at like the Sev or the Maverick or whatever, and I'll yeah, I'll just I'll just wear them there, just be like, oh fuck it. This is just going to be a bunch of homeless people, and one dude, and you know, one Indian dude behind the counter or whatever. It's well, like, who's going to care? He's probably like, I've already seen worse tonight. Yeah, right. You know well, and I, mean? I and I and I live in downtown Salt Lake, like quite Literally. quite downtown. So it's like he's a block and a half from the baseball I, I, park. A block and a half from the baseball park. I am like three quarters of a block from adult probation and parole. So like in the summer, all summer, I see like hookers walking by <laughs> to check in with their parole officer. And, you but know, but I think just, even when we pulled in here today, after you got out of the truck, that that guy and girl walking by, I think he saw those, and I think he was just like, <laughs> he did kind of like, a, I think he did a double take. He's like, what the fuck? But yeah, I cannot unsee you fucking grab his titty. Sorry, <laughs> damn, he had to. It was just well, there goes letting my dad hear this. <laughs> I'm sorry, I apologize. I had to. I had to. My, for lack of a turd, couple a little fake boom. My dad is like hardcore conservative, so. Yeah. Yeah, Deb, if, if you were here, you would probably have to cop to fill on this as well. So yeah. <laughs> you just had to. Everyone's got to. They're just so fun. <laughs> so we segued completely out away from Dave. But I'm another so sorry. benefit sorry, I was Dave. About to talk about. <laughs> sorry, Dave. <laughs> we didn't mean to cut you off there. So back in 17, I went through a pretty traumatic four months. So I lost my job in September. 
my apartment in October, my dog died in November, my car was repossessed in September. I think told Justin this last week, I damn near shot myself on New Year's Eve that year. But I sat there and I'm like, huh. And I played video games. Like I was unemployed, the holidays were ending, and you know that whole seasonal dis mm-hmm. seasonal disorder, whatever it's called. So I had that because I'm not like you. I love the Christmas season, not like the capitalism part of it, just the or the feel mm-hmm. of the air. You know, I like the Christmas music, the decorations, mm-hmm. all that. But and that's why I waited. I knew I was going to try to do it, but then I sat and I, I played Borderlands two for to like from like I was going to shoot myself at midnight. I started playing at ten or eleven fifty. I just played till like noon the next day. And then I got a phone call that I got a job at Clearfield Job Corps waiting for me. And well, I think I ran into I'm, you at, at a Smith's yeah. during that time frame. And, you know, just I was on my way over to your house. It was after that time frame, though. I had just started working at IRS. As an well, this is when you had told me that you were living in your brother's yes. garage or something yeah. like that. So, because you just said you lost everything and stuff yeah. like that. I was because I was on your way over to your house for whatever gathering we were doing. And I stopped at Smith's to get my, you know, my contributions, and I ran into him, and you know, we briefly had a conversation. He's like, "Yeah, you know, I don't, I lost my my place, my dog. I'm living in my brother's garage, and and this and that." So I, I kind of knew a little bit, that, you know, yeah. you're, you're, you're down. And, uh, I didn't know about the suicide thoughts, though. I Justin was the first person I told last week. Not even my brother knew, hmm. and I wasn't in the garage yet. I was living in the room where my nephew lives now, hmm. and so, but that day, New Year's Day, I actually I went and I. I, I uh, Took that gun to Impact, sold it to him. I was like, I can't have this. Yeah. But the sad part is, is that closet right there is my duty weapon. But <laughs> I'm over it now. And but that video game, gaming stopped me. Like, I had not played the expansions to Borderlands two yet. And I think the one that caught me was the Assault on yeah. Dragon Keep mm-hmm. because it had D and D in it. And D and D is like, D and D was I D and D was the first game that I played. Besides video games, ever. Mm-hmm. So I never played board games with family. I never played Monopoly or any of that. Yeah. They're like, we're going to play this game. I'm like, cool, where's the controller? <laughs> and they threw a bunch it's of dice in front high. of me. <laughs> what? And so, but, but looking back at that with that job at Job Corps, I'm honestly surprised I didn't murder myself after that job. <laughs> like my first night, okay, my job was to check bags when kids come back from their weekend passes in downtown Salt Lake. So this kid comes up, he opens his bag. There's a bag of pot right there. I had not been trained. No training whatsoever. They said, check the bags like you would do at your old job. I'm like, okay. Dude tried to run. I grabbed his hoodie. And I'm on the radio. It's like, help, help, help. And in comes these like four people. What do you got? Dude has pot. Let him go. All right. (laughs) 20 minutes later, I had to drive his ass to the airport because he got expelled. Nice. Well, hello, dog. Hey, <clears throat> that's what he has to say about that. Well, hello, Poe. So definitely some benefits. And a lot of, of benefits. Course, you know, right. But, definitely benefits. But another thing is, you know, you talk about what's something negative for it is the impact on my wallet. Like I had, so for, for my Series X, I had, I bought enough gift cards to cover the cost of that before they came out. Because I didn't reserve one. Okay. I had your former employer gift cards. Oh, we, we had okay. no problem bash, bash, bash on game, GameStop. <laughs> so, in my wallet for a year and a half. And then, uh, thing is, is Jake, you guys remember Jake? Oh, yeah, Severn? of course. He knows that I have been trying forever. So, he calls me in those bundles of release. I get here, I will sell to you before the store opens. I'm like, okay, I'll be there in five minutes. 
I got there in four. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's a hop, skip, and a jump over there yeah. right now. <clears throat> and the beauty part is it takes me two minutes to get to work. Fuck you. <laughs> I live right by the, you know that building to the west of the Raptor Stadium? I'll take your word for it. I don't know. That's this. the building I work yeah. in. Yeah, I know exactly where you're at. You yeah. said west, I'll right? take your that word. West. I don't know this. I don't know the Ogden area, so I'll, I'll take your word for it. No. Okay. Um, we can continue with one more question or call or call that one good. What would you gentlemen... I wanted to mention out? a peripheral that no one has mentioned yet. Oh, you want to do a peripheral, huh? Yeah. All right. Well, he missed the original conversation, so we'll, yeah. we'll, give, we'll give him and JD the opportunity yeah, to answer this true. one. Right. Steel Battalion. Oh, that but, was that was on. the name of the game that we were, I was thinking of. Is that what it that was, was with the big ass fucking controller shit. I, uh, I couldn't think of the name to save my yeah. life. Hey, uh, what was awesome about that is that if you didn't hit the eject button and you're on that last level, you lost everything. <laughs> you had see. to start over. Now I remember there was a store at the mall called Game Peddler. Mm-hmm. It was one of those pay for play places, mm-hmm. and they had it there. And my friend TL, he he worked there, so he's like, "Hey, let's go out and smoke." I'm like, "Dude, I'm playing this game." He flips it up, pushes it. Let's go out and smoke. <laughs> Fuck you, TL. Let's go. Yeah, that was that was one game working between Game Crazy and, and GameStop. We wouldn't allow trade in because that fucking setup was oh. so goddamn big. You couldn't you couldn't have that anywhere. You know, it would take up all your fucking inventory. You space. had to have a table like the one I'm sitting yeah. in front yeah. of because of how big that controller was. Yeah, yeah, it was huge. Yeah. But if it could have been done with any other games, like yeah, exactly. Like yeah. yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. Chromehounds. That would have yep. been great. So, yeah, the, the question was, weirdest peripheral that you've owned or own for a video game? I you're you're going to have to rack your mind on this one there, sir. Weirdest peripheral. So We, we did this question so, back yeah, in the we, original. We did it. But we yeah, didn't do it for these guys. Right? No, no, yeah. <coughs> yeah, yeah, but okay. I was, yeah, that was when you were. Was it Robbie the Robot? Yeah, yeah. So like the, I, for, yeah. Mine was a rock band Yours stage kit. Was the was the smog machine? I think I don't remember. Notice the word I used. Smog. You talked about yeah. the pad. <laughs> oh, the game pad. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and yep. and the and the super scope. Yeah, I remember. Well, I didn't have that Mine one. Mine was, was my, my one-handed but... controller yep. and the maracas. So <laughs> yours is still battalion. I I vaguely remember my cousin had the '64, and there was some kind of Donkey Kong Bongo game. Oh, I hate uh, those. <laughs> God, I hate it. I think I played it once in. and was like, nope. Yeah, Donkey Konga. There was also Donkey the Konga, PS2 that's what it that was. had the the Toki Toki drum. Mm. Yeah, I remember that. Like it was like a singular, like almost like those big drums. The the the, the Japanese oh, drummers. Oh, the, yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. Yeah, okay. I don't know if it was Toki Toki, but that's just what popped in my head random. <laughs> yeah, I think I have that game. The, the, that would surprise me. I, I, don't, I, I don't think I ever played it. I think the drums? I, yeah, the that, little, that, like the, just a single one. Yeah, it was like a little, one little, little drum, tiny drum. Yeah, that and two little plastic, plastic sticks. Yes, yeah. two, two little plastic sticks. Was it, was it kind of like basically a five-gallon bucket like they do it, it, on the streets in New York? It should have just been a five-gallon bucket. You know? And I think you gave it to me. I, that's good to know that it ended up in some place that was yeah. safe. Because oh, yeah. I know so, anything I give to you is literally safe. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I, it's in a box somewhere. Still, wonder, in, still in a, like a stuff. Walmart. In, like, in a Walmart bag. There's a little corner somewhere. Box. Yeah, there's a little corner. So stuff that he gave me that I hate him so much for. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> here's a back. So um, no, no preferral that you could think of besides these? No, I didn't. I didn't get into like. 
crazy peripherals. Not to, Skylanders, to... not Rock Band, you know. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, I but with Power Skylanders, Dove. you know, I had kids, oh. you know, well, I got right, kids. But but so so the Skylanders we've got a big collection of Skylanders. We've got a big collection of the fun. of the Disney. Uh, the Disney oh, version. Oh, dude. That I was fun, so too. I, yeah, you know. I can't remember the name of them right now to save my life. Yeah. D- you did know. you guys... Of course, all the Star Wars ones, you know, and, yeah. and Boba Fett and Darth Maul. And, you guys and, remember how hard it was back in the day to get the NES when it first came out? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Did you guys watch 8-Bit Christmas? Mm-hmm. I started it, but I didn't get far into it. That, okay. I was... I wasn't the main character. I was the first kid on my block that had the NES. Like, I was that kid. I wasn't as dickish as that kid. <laughs> like, what was you, funny... You, you... <laughs> so what was funny with, with my NES, Kate, so my mom wanted this guy down the street, Craig, to be my best friend. But my best friend, his name is Jason. But Craig, me and Craig, we, we tolerated each other. But when we... So my family would take... So I lived in Alaska, Fairbanks, and my friends and my family, we would take trips to Anchorage. And we were allowed to choose one big prize to take home with us. I chose the NES, which my parents regretted. Because the only one they had in stock was one with the robot. Mm-hmm. All that stuff. So we get back home. And... Yeah. So my mom tells Craig's mom, yeah, we got this Nintendo. Tw- like two minutes later, Craig's knocking on my door. Craig acted like my best friend until he got his own six months later. <laughs> so, he's, so he started doing the whole fucking Eddie Murphy thing. I got McDonald's and you don't got it because you can't Pretty afford much. it because you're one welfare. Yeah, see, I didn't get the um, when I bought the NES. Um, it was actually me and my sister like combined our birthday monies into it, and we got the action pack, which had the the gun. Yeah, it came the with mat. that. It, it, it just had the gun in it. Oh, and it should the, have had uh, the mat too, didn't it? Oh uh, no no! Uh, I think yeah, for I, the yeah. track and field shit. No, ours. No. I, I think it was, the thing that I had was you had the yeah. duck that was like hunt? the original no. yeah, Super, Mario. Yeah, Super, Super Mario. Yeah, Super Mario. Yeah, that's all it was in. It was you, so you got the NES, the two controllers, the gun, and the dual cartridge of Super Mario Brothers mm-hmm. and uh, and Duck Hunt, all in one cartridge. That was our. You know. Did y'all ever throw your zapper at the TV playing Duck Hunt? Nope. Uh, nope. I did once. Nope. I got but I hated that dog. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, 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 I threw my controller at the at a wall and put a big dent in the wall with my Nintendo Yeah, I can't tell you how much ammo I spent on that fucking dog. Uh, it just wouldn't die. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll bet you Playing you double have... dribble. Oh. You know, and... Uh, double dribble. You know, yeah. That's... Because my friend was, you know, was just kicking my ass. And I just chucked it and was like... <gasps> Uh-oh. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> I, I could absolutely see every single one of our generation, you know, nerd gamers, uh, probably would be expert marksmen going to kill things for real, those who hunt, if literally you would, could put that dog on, <laughs> in on the crosshair to pull the trigger. We would be the most accurate. You like, how did you pull that shot? We were like, we've been doing that thing from uh, where they twist the bullets around and the curves. What's the show with the... Uh, Matrix oh, and shit like Angelique that. Jolie? Yeah. Oh, they like curve the... Yeah. Oh, the, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like gun throw yeah, and the bullets food, like... Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that that would be us. We're like, we will kill that dog. <laughs> the thing is, when we're doing it like this, not even this, looking at the fucking target we're shooting at, type of deal, even blindfolded if need this be. This bullet is going to wrap around a corner uh-huh. and, and like kill that dog. Remains. Well, then you got those bullets going around the corners. The fucking like uh, runaway with uh, Tom Tom Selleck back then in the '80s in uh, Gene Simmons, where he had that fucking 
like missile type cartridge bullet shit. And Tom Selleck's a cop. Gene Simmons is a is a bad dude. He's got this fucking gun. It's probably about yay big, but the bullets are about that fucking long, <laughs> and they would explode on impact. And so they would travel around shit, and uh, it was the it, homing it, bullets. Yeah, the homing rockets. <laughs> that, that just reminds me of XCOM now. Yeah, and then he had then he was also in charge of these fucking mechanical fucking spiders that had acid in them. So if you found on the ground, you get injected with, and it just you know fry your brain and stuff like that. But yeah, it was called Runaway with. So I think do you have any other questions you want to finish up on this this gaming one before we we wrap up this episode? If we can stay on fo- if we can stay on target, stay on target. Five, we stay could on target. do two more quick questions. Sure, we're professionals. We are professional yeah, we are, podcasters. Yeah. Just a quick answer for each it. of us. Oh wait, yeah. Minute. Well, that's the problem is we we that's right. We, we've we've so got millions much. of listeners because we're professionals. I forgot <laughs> about that and sponsors. That's right. I for- oh yeah. We're not looking for that shit. This is a Hey, we'll, well take sponsors. I've, I've got about a hundred thousand audience members for you guys when, when if when the Star Wars episode's done. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, for let's do two quick questions. At one, um, we'll start with the quick and easy one-ish, but not uh, stuck on an island. Infinite power, TV never breaks, but you only get one game. You only get one game to play for the remainder of your days. Okay, that's the one. You can go ahead and park that in your brain right now and kind of consider that for a moment. Okay. But what was the most cultural impact that you recall gaming had on pop culture or pop, you know, just in general in, in, in the, that you've seen game, games take over pop culture? All right, I'm going to start with this one. So when I was working for Suncoast back in the day, um, I thought movies made shit tons of money. Uh-huh. And then we went to a manager's conference out there in Vegas when they had the entire music land group, which was Suncoast, uh, Media Play, Uncue, and Sam Goody all together for one giant-ass conference. And they had us going into, into a Media Plays presentation when the original Xbox was coming out. And they started talking about you know how much money this and this and blah, blah, blah that these games are coming in. And I never personally thought about it. I was like, video games don't make shit compared to movies. I was dead wrong. Dead wrong. So just the fact that video games actually make a hell of a lot more money than what movies do. Yeah, a movie costs more money to make. But as far as a turnaround, as far as resale, shit like that. Mm -hmm. Video games, (laughs) movies can suck the dick on the fucking (laughs) games on that aspect. Because video games just blow movies out of the water. But what game specifically had, do you recall, a giant cultural impact? I'll just start with the, say, with the Madden, like we talked about in our original <clears throat> fucking uh, video game podcast okay. that we did several months ago when we were walking through the mall and you saw that Madden on that monitor and you're like, dude, this is a fucking Friday. What football game is this shit? So I'd say Madden. Okay. JD, anything in particular off the top of your head? I want to say EverQuest. Okay. Because I remember the internet before EverQuest hmm. and gaming sites um, before EverQuest. Okay, they weren't much. There was not a lot of a lot there. We like we even talked about like starting up our own, like our own online multiplayer. Well, no, like our own like uh, uh, wasn't a website. We were we were talking about doing a a, a hotline. 
remember that <laughs> for, for cheat codes and, and stuff. That's right. I'm so okay. glad you clarified the yeah. cheat codes because I was thinking just to do the fucking 900 uh, number with no, hey baby. No, I have a good voice. Yeah. Yeah. No. Um, but, uh, you know, I mean, back then the internet didn't have a lot. You know, I don't remember there being a ton of content on no. the internet for it. Chat rooms and, and porn. Yeah. Exactly. Not you know? even. I, mean, I don't even that... think it was porn. I think yeah. it was mostly message boards. No, it, and, no, there was know. there was porn on there, but they yeah, wanted yeah. all be fucking paid for. Yeah. It's like oh, you get you get the dollar yeah. thing, and all of a sudden, bam! They charge you thirty dollars on your goddamn credit card if you look read the fine print type of a deal. Well, I remember you know, I mean, waiting they... a half hour for a naked picture of Jenny McCarthy to render. Right, but on yeah, yeah. dialogue. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, because because AOL at the time, I mean, AOL was was. The king. Yeah. It was the gateway yep. of the internet, and you know they had their content, and then you go out to the internet and, and the know, internet websites was and meager. But yeah, it was yeah there wasn't a lot there, and and um, you know I just remember you know getting into EverQuest, and then all of a sudden like sites started popping up like Alakazams and um, oh you know and, and so many other ones, and they've those those websites have evolved, you know since then. You know I mean when EverQuest came out, it was like everybody had to have you know, uh, maps, you know, and that's, mm-hmm. you know, there was the map, uh, what was it, MapQuest or EQ Maps or something like that. I think it was like EQ Maps that, yeah. you could actually print you know. off a map so you had yeah. an idea of where you were at. Yeah, you know, I mean, and, and so those, a lot of these sites that, that we see now, I think they started off as, like, specifically EverQuest, um, mm-hmm. you know, specific, and then they kind of branched out from there. And, you know, like I said, I don't remember there being a lot of, you know, sites that you could go to and find game-related content back then. Um, Not until, as much. Yeah, until EverQuest came out, and, and just that just seemed to, to blow up with the gaming on the Internet, and it just kind of developed from there. about you? Yeah, I guess, um, I guess as far as impact, I mean, nowadays, a lot of, like, this newer generation, it seems like, don't really even buy the games anymore. There's just people that's their career now is streaming it like Twitch and YouTube and that. And you just watch someone play it and they don't even bother buying or playing the game themselves. They'll just watch someone else do it for a hundred hours. Like, you know, that's kind of cropped up in the last 10 years or so. I'm, I'm not saying I'm like super for it, but I mean, it's definitely making, you know, it's making those people, Money. money. A lot of money well, just, you know, making a career out of playing games. Well, not only that, but the fact that you can play a video game and make money mm-hmm. online, just uh, the streaming service alone, be it professional gamers or streamers or whatever, that that's a career choice? Yeah. Spectacular. Yeah, if we would talked about that shit when Nintendo well, came out, people would laugh at you. It was like, right. you're not going to fucking <laughs> make any money off well, this. Well, that's kind of what JD <clears throat> said the same thing. If we would have had EverQuest, you know somebody who would play the game and show you how to do stuff or a YouTube's or anything at that point in time, it would yeah. have been gigantic. Just record but... yourself playing normal and then people watch it and you make ad revenue or how, I don't know how it works. Oh, I assume yeah. it's something like that. But then in any, even so you also have like the esports now, like mm-hmm. league of legends and Dota and, and even Starcraft one and two and counter-strike and sure. you Fix know, the, 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 they get the teams together and they have the tournaments, you know, just like, football you know they have a season basically and you know they you can make a career out of it like right. gaming pr- prior to that it was like you either made the video game was or you were like a or... reviewer or critic or whatever mm-hmm. and that was about the extent of it and spectators get to have a gaming career now yeah which is exactly. interesting this thing with, with the twitch streamers it's people watching them to see how good they are 
Like, like I had this idea with my Call of Duty buddies. Like, what if we did that same thing, but it was just us talking to each other while playing? It's like a sitcom. Like back when we used to play Chrome House. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, people would be laughing their asses off at us. We've so. had that same conversation multiple times. Numerous times. Yeah. yeah. And, there's ch- and there's channels like that. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't watch Twitch all that often, but I don't watch the professional ones. I just watch Joe whoever that... Who's you know, playing just, the game I'm just, interested yeah, in. Yeah, he says, he says some interesting <laughs> things and is playing a certain game. The and, only time know. I ever watch Twitch is when the headline says, Cheater Gets Banned Live. Those are funny. <laughs> But from, from my culture thing, so the, if, I, if I got one, so you know how back in the day you were a nerd if you played video games. Mm-hmm. The mm-hmm. jocks and stuff, they made fun of all that. I think that changed with World of Warcraft, in my opinion. Okay. Because when World of Warcraft came out, that's when some people got curious about gaming. And so everybody bought World of Warcraft. I mean, I wasn't a huge gamer when I got out of the Navy. Like, I think I bought my first system in six years from you. And... But everyone talked about World of Warcraft, and I heard a bunch of, like, I call them muscle dummies somewhere. Mm. I think it was, I think I was walking behind them while patrolling the mall when I did security there. It's like, we got to get the games out by this World of Warcraft game. I'm like, Jock's playing games? What? Where the hell have I been? The Cobra Kai! (laughs) (laughs) But But then that opened up this whole thing where, you know, the Jocks are playing the video games now, and it's cool to read comic books. You know, you don't get made fun of for going to Comic-Con anymore. It's surreal, the culture change in that area. Yeah, just, I would say, yeah, that's I think that's World of Warcraft massive. was a catalyst for that. Okay. So. Yeah. See, see, for me, I, I, I would be, I'd be hard-pressed because in my world, there's two massive cultural games. Um, I can go back to old school and we could say legitimately Pac-Man or, or Space Invaders were, you know, massive cultural impacts. Yes, that's, that's kind of what got it in there. And Dave, you bring up a really, really good point that it is weirdly okay to be a nerd geek right now, yeah. um, which is spectacular. Before yeah. you wouldn't, you didn't run around in your Captain America T-shirt, your Spidey shirt, your Venom shirt. You I mean you never even saw that? Now it's weirdly cultural. Because back then it was fucking underoos. Well, uh, I would still, I would still roll some good-looking oh, man. I would totally rock some Return of the like, Jedi underoos, man. Dude, oh, wait, no, Dave, <laughs> no. Actually, I'm wearing Star Wars no, boxers uh, right now. Uh, TMI. Um, sorry, want to see? So, no, no, I don't want to see. But sorry to get sidetracked on that one again. Yeah, sorry, because like, that could be another one. Well, that's a uh, underoos. Um, but uh, for me, culturally, would be Minecraft. I think Minecraft had a massive impact. Now, I can go back to even, I think Pac-Man was another massive, you know, video game cultural icon. Pac-Man suddenly got breakfast cereals and cartoons and was everywhere and, you know, blah, 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 blah. But I would say, I would argue that Minecraft is probably the game that may have pushed a lot of that cultural in there as well. Because you've had grandmas and dads and uncles and moms and everybody playing Minecraft together. But I think massively surprising was Pokemon Go. Nobody gives Pokemon Go the, refer- the, the true respect it deserves that literally brought an entire telecommunication system to its knees because everybody was playing Pokemon. Yeah. It, and if you didn't go out in those first like two weeks and everybody's got this stupid sheepish shit-eating grin on their faces. We're all looking around 
going to find monsters and going to do that. It was it was wonderful, and and oh. it, it didn't it was didn't have that judgy, which was great. Oh, I, I, was, I, was I judged. judged. I did. I still do. Uh, it's a, okay, do. this is why I judge. Okay, I was the, the day the night that game came out. I was still wor- I was working, and I was a patrol officer that night. So I was driving around downtown Ogden to all our all our buildings there. Almost hit Pokemon player goes in the Pokemon Go players in the street yep. like eight times in fifteen minutes. Yeah. They're just standing there. I'm like, okay, I know it's three in the morning, but it's still a road. I know, I know. <laughs> I didn't say it was the. I'm just saying, but like, and what I are think they doing a, in downtown Ogden at three like, o'clock in the morning? Oh, being going through like I remember people going through cemeteries, thinking that was going to make any difference of you know where you're going to find stuff or going in through construction sites. You know what I mean? <laughs> Just it was amazing to watch the like I said the general cultures as everybody gets swept up in Pokemon Go and well, people tried to get into Weber County Jail because of that game. Mm-hmm. Well, there'll be two other two other games that I, that I would bring into which were cultural for people who actually didn't play games. Just to end this this question before we get into the, your last one, so we can get in this episode. <laughs> Never um, ending. I would say the fucking the guitar hero rock band genre. You oh, got yeah. you got with those music games. Yeah. You got people who never played games before, and they took that stuff to the friends or family house, and the sales of that shit yeah. went absolutely ballistic. And then came the Wii. Oh, and yeah. then with the, with that that motion controller and the fucking Wii Sports. I mean, when you and, got when you got the and the and the fit yeah, and Nintendo's like, perfect marketing. Yeah, they they perfect with that marketing. that Wii Sports. I mean, we worked at GameStop when that system came out, and it's just like the Xbox One now and the PS Five is now. You could not find that system to save your life, mm-hmm. and where they were taking that thing into resting homes for the you know the older folk who need something to do and do the fucking Wii bowling because they can't bowl anymore type of a deal. Yeah, or tennis. It was or, huge. Yeah. yeah. It was huge. So, and that's in the last twenty-five years. Just those two elements alone, with the with the music games, and then the fucking Wii. Those are two that will go down in, in history. Yes, unfortunately, they, those both have died down. The Wii's, yeah. you know, still a little bit more popular than the, than the music games are because you still got those people who play that shit. My mom still loves what playing her damn, you know, Wii and and, and this and that. But those are two more that I would I would definitely incline on that. And, and to end your segment with the what game. I yep. don't have one. That's the thing. What I if? cannot think of one. Nope. Failbot. I even <laughs> gave fail. you time to think about it. No, <laughs> you put me in the penalty box. <laughs> but, but it is that is a really difficult question. It I mean, is. It really it is. is. And I and have we been as you guys are talking yourself, I'm sitting here looking at, you know, the consoles that I have owned and the games that I've played. If I had to specifically choose one for the spur of the moment, I'd have to say probably one of the Borderlands games. I can't I don't know which one, one, two or three, but it'd probably be Borderlands. Because I can go back and play that game over and over again and it, it is fantastic. Okay. Back to rock band and Guitar Hero, a lot of the bands that are just coming out new, that game inspired them yeah. to actually learn real guitar. Yeah. Like, I, I didn't like those games because I played real guitar. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just, like, I like Rocksmith. Yeah. But. JD, game stuck on an island. If you mm-hmm. have, if you could pick just one. Diablo. One, two, three. Four. <laughs> yeah, oh, right. Yeah. It's four. never coming out. That would be great. Just all of a sudden, just, there's just you just get just you know full blown Tom Hanks JD on the island, just waiting for it to get airdropped. <laughs> drop it off. Good luck, human. Oh, Pro- and it's not Pro- on PlayStation. It's only gonna be on Xbox now. Oh, that's true. It's it's got to be three. 
Um, I think the playability, replayability is higher on three than it was on two. Okay. I mean, two was really good and I played a lot, but you know, you, you just got to 99 and, you know, level 99 and, and you were done. You the know? end of it. And, uh, I, you know, I remember playing a lot of that with, with uh, friends and, um, you know, that was the whole thing. It was like, all right, well, let me power level 99 and then just, you know, kept going, but you weren't, you weren't really advancing you know past that it was then it'd be about some of the equipment and whatnot but you know with uh, with Diablo 3 I think it's got more because um, you know you just keep getting those uh, paragons paragon and, keep and, and you know stuff like that so. okay um I think I'm gonna go with Skyrim if I really had to pick a game I don't think that game ever truly ends. I don't think I could ever truly explore every single spot of that game. Not before you die. That, that game <laughs> and I'm not talking in the game. With, I'm talking know, in real life. Yeah. <laughs> that game was made with some serious love. You know what I mean? Uh, I, I, I don't know if I could ever see the end of that game, honestly. And very likely I could. But you know, if I had to play it, oh, start a new character. And please give me mods. But yes. <laughs> uh, mine... I mean, I really love Valkyria Chronicles, but it's not really replayed. I, I'd probably pick Papers, Please. I really like <laughs> I really like that game. Actually, when I when I got hired to work with Dustin at where we worked uh, in preparation for it, I played that the entire two. Like when I wasn't working, I just played that for two weeks in preparation because <laughs> because it's a paperwork job pretty yeah, much right? that we have, and it, you know. It was it was very helpful. Like I I ended up when I started, I had two days of training, and they were like, "Oh, he's already got it." And I Pay could attribute to that to papers, please. But it's, <laughs> there's enough randomness factor to it that it it's it's got enough replay for me. I think I I'd pick that. Okay. Star Wars: The Old Republic. Oh. JD, do you want to go back to galaxies? Because <laughs> <laughs> there's there's like 32 campaigns total in that. Hmm. Pretty much. Okay, but Knights of the Old Republic too. Like, it kind of looks like garbage now, but I love the characters. So, of that. Knights of the Old Republic two or as well? As well. Okay, so Knights as, one, as well as the Knights Old Republic. Two. Yeah, okay. no, the first one. Okay. Yeah. Anything else on your list, everybody, boy? I have a couple more, but we can always come back to gaming. It's always our in, it's our infinite. Uh, uh, what, what do you want to call it? It's our infinite well of conversations. Well, that's Star far. Wars. Well, no, we refuse to run Star Wars. Once we get through, you know, these <laughs> these other topics of, of, of questions that we're going to hit some of them in our, in our upcoming episodes, um, the Star Wars is definitely coming. We could talk about every other thing first because oh, and Star we will, we we will, because yeah, I was telling I was telling Lee on the way up here as I, as I was, I was reading, you know, the, the algorithm news feeds on on uh, Facebook today. Another topic was the eleven best movies that Robert Zemeckis had done. And so I was looking through them, and, and I kind of agree with 1, 2, and 3, but I would probably flipped 1 and 2 around. So number 1 was Forrest Gump, number 2 was Back to the Future, and then number 3 was Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Okay. I would actually flip-flop Gump and Back to the Future, and I'd still leave Who Framed Roger Rabbit as number 3. I had such a huge crush on Jessica Rabbit. <laughs> I, I can see Back to the Future being on one. Yeah. By, so, yeah. So I, so I saw that list, and I'll write that down. So once you know, we get done with all these other you know, to hmm. topics of conversation <laughs> that we have, and we start diving into the movies, and we start diving into Star Wars, that's nope. pretty much where our, mm -mm. our podcast is going to wind up at. Nope. Because once we get into Star Wars, it's, 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 it's 
every everybody has their opinions no matter how wrong they are we'll just spend the money we won't even touch <laughs> no we, me, and misfits here and in my shields. complex oh my we have gosh, a really wow. comfortable room over meat there that's closed right now but i can to reserve have a sub. it <laughs> we're gonna have to have a whole like, sub one <laughs> there's recliners there's everything okay yeah. so you're talking about this and what did you just say we're gonna have to spend the money to have a sub a sub broadcast there's no way <laughs> we cannot we cannot cross these two streams there's no way just we already need two we need a third because if we even touch star wars if we touch star Wars. no no it's not if we touch star wars it's when, when we touch star wars we just need to spend the extra money then so i mean it, it's one of those things that i we can We'll talk about that off air. But on that note, we are going to actually end this particular session here. And until uh, next time, this is Big D saying later. Bye, everyone. See you. Later. Yeah.